Welcome to the Grow Your Wealth Show, designed to guide you through building and growing your empire. Created for those who want to use real estate to build generational wealth. Join your host, Max Boyko, as he interviews some of the most successful real estate investors on the planet. They will guide you through the different aspects of real estate investing and succeeding in your journey. On the show, Max will be interviewing top real estate insiders. Max is a successful real estate investor who's purchased and sold properties totaling in the hundreds of millions. Now, he's bringing all of his experience to you. Grow Your Wealth Show brings you new episodes every Monday and Thursday. This show is brought to you by Optimus Capital, the leader in funding real estate investors nationwide. Let me ask you, would you like to succeed in real estate beyond where you are now? Do you have questions and don't know where to start? Would you like to learn from a veteran investor? then you're in the right place. This podcast is designed for you. Now, here's your host, Max Boyko. Welcome to the Grow Your Wealth Show, using real estate to build generational wealth. This is your host, Max Boyko. And today I'm joined by Andrew Shanti and a very, very special guest, Carrie Lampkin. How are you guys doing today? Man, doing wonderful, doing wonderful. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here, Max. Awesome. So we got a very great, uh, great show today with a lot of interesting stories, some great advice. Really, the title of our show is How to Crush It Like a Rockstar Wholesaler. And I think anyone that I know, Carrie is definitely one of the top rock stars in the industry. Uh, he's got some really great stories to tell uh, about his real estate journey, some really interesting tenant experiences that I've heard some stories of that we'll, uh, we'll be sure to ask you. And some advice about getting started into either wholesaling uh, you know, Carrie, how many properties have you done? Oh man, I did, man. Uh, since I've been in real estate, did over 200 easily. All right. Did so that's 200. quite a few properties. So that's awesome. So yeah. thank you for tuning in with us. Uh, you've also, as I understand, you've been doing some rehabbing, some construction, uh, you know, really all the different aspects of the real estate, uh, spectrum. So great to have you here. Oh, thank so you. Carrie's a very dynamic person. Uh, really, some of the stories that Andrew was telling me about you were just like, wow, like that, that's quite an experience. I mean, if yeah. I understand, you're, you're back here from uh, from Detroit. Yes. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure in Detroit you get some pretty interesting uh, tenants and some, you know, squatters. Kind of, yes. can, can you tell us about a recent uh, the eviction story? <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Hey, repeating, but if you could I just cannot give be making this up. I can't be making this up. I'm telling you, it's, it's like Wild Wild West out there when it comes to investing in Detroit, <laughs> in certain parts of Detroit. But uh, hey, I learned a lot. Detroit actually uh, helped me out as far as, uh, you know, building a, building a team. So once I started getting into this, investing in Detroit, it literally taught me how important a team is. And um, that's what I've been doing is building my team and, and maximizing on my failures, making sure that I come back at it and regroup and make sure the next time it won't happen again. So, Carrie, I know I know you're in a, a number of different segments there in Detroit, from the wholesaling to the rehabbing, and and you do your job as the uh, the tenant eviction. I think the 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 story that Max was looking for is uh, your your recent tenant eviction story there in Detroit. Oh. So you you, met, you mentioned the team tenant eviction in Detroit is a little bit different than tenant eviction in other parts of the world because uh, Detroit's a little bit of a hostile place, and yes, so yeah. Carrie Carrie operates in that market with a whole team of people, including off-duty police officers, all of whom have body cameras, uh, mm -hmm. body armor, 
and all of whom are armed as part of the eviction process for squatter tenants. So, Kerry, t- tell us about your, your recent experience there that uh, that happened Man. this week, yeah. last week, actually. Wow. So this guy uh, is actually one of my investors and he became a business partner, too, because of the success I've been having in real estate and finding him good deals and things like that. So this particular property here, um, he had a tenant. No, not a tenant. Let me let me get that correct. He had a squatter that we removed back in June. It was uh, June 30th. We removed the squatter. No, July 30th. We removed them, but he came back in the property. So we went back to do our service and. The guy literally shot around at us through the window. And um, that's the reason why I tell Andrew every time I always go out there with major security. Like I go out there with guys who are are CPL holders, who are armed. Even I have some street guys, too. Some guys that from the streets, you know, in case they get gangster. I got some real gangsters with me. (laughs) No, but um, but all jokes aside, um, this guy shot at us from the window. And from there, I was like, whoa, I can't believe he shot at us. So my guy returned a, a a, a fire shot back. And from there, I was like, man, did he kill this guy? Because I didn't hear no more shots after that, you know. So I got in the, you know, I went to go hide. I ran and ran behind a dumpster with a firearm myself and was waiting for the guy to come back out with a firearm. And when I tell you, man, this stuff is a movie when I tell you, right? So as I was doing that, I called 911 and I said, look, man, shots fired. We're doing a, a squadron removal service. And this guy fired a shot at us. We need We need backup right away. And, you know, the typical Detroit, when you call 911, they ask you a million questions. What cross street are you at? All right, sir, I need you to calm down. Listen, I'm like, look, we just got shot at, man. Send the officers here. You know what I mean? So when the officers arrived, um, I immediately told my whole team put their guns down because I didn't want to be mistaken from the, the you know, the, the, the actual person who was shot at us. So I told everybody, look, look. Put your guns down when the cops arrive. We threw our guns down. And uh, from there, the cops told us to come over here by us behind the cop car. And they literally barricaded this guy in. Like, literally, it took five hours to get this guy out the house. He didn't want to come out. But that's that's just a that's just a one story. It's millions of stories I have. <laughs> I have a lot of stories. And Kerry, yeah, good thing you're not in California. They, uh, Squatters here seem to have more rights than uh, actual tenants sometimes. Man, that's crazy. Shouldn't be like that. Shouldn't be like that. So, but the unique thing about me removing squatters is that these, these investors that I'm dealing with, they are able to buy more property with squatters in them. If I could continue to provide that service, they're able to continue to buy properties and real estate with, uh, you know, and it makes them a lot of money and it makes me money, you know, so uh, it's a win win for us all. Yeah, yeah, so that's awesome. but it's crazy. That just is, like I said, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to make Detroit look bad, but, um, you know, certain parts of Detroit is rough. And that's why I have my security to come out with me to make sure that everybody go home safely. And uh, I say, if I wouldn't have had that security, they could have shot at me and I would have been, you know, wouldn't be on this podcast, you know, but uh, that's the reason why I have a strong team. Your team is your backbone. So, Kerry, what, what actually led you into real estate investing in the first place? Uh, what led me into real estate was that um, I, I first started off in 2013 with my dad. I didn't really, I wasn't even really interested. I was in college. I mean, I was in high school at the time, about to graduate, and I was just helping my dad. You know, my dad told me to do something. I got to do it. I better do it. You know what I mean? So he's like, "Yo, son, I'm, I'm interested in this property. That's a foreclosed home. Uh, look into it for me." So I called. There was a bank that owned it. They wanted forty thousand for it. So my dad financed it through them, and um, and then he put about fifteen thousand dollars in it. To, to put a tenant in. So what happened was, so that was my very first real estate like deal, going through the whole process of purchasing the property, 
to not me, but my dad, helping my dad purchase the property to help my dad find the contractors from then finding uh, qualified tenants that will be able to rent that property out. You know, what I did was I began to research their background, like see if they had any evictions on their on their credit or see what that credit score was. Because right there, your credit tells everything. Your credit tells you what that person's, um, you know, is like, you know, if he pays his bills on time, him or her. So uh, that's one thing that I did with my dad. It started in 2013. And then from there, uh, I'm gonna move a faith to Detroit to be mentored by my pastor that owns millions in real estate. And the reason why I made that decision to move to Detroit was to be mentored by him, not to do real estate, but to be mentored by him. It just so happened that he was real big in real estate. So whenever he was like, I, I seen that he had a need and what his need was, was that he needed, um, he needed a, like he needed some structure to his real estate portfolio because he had people that didn't know much about real estate and at the time, I didn't really know much, but I know that one thing about me is that I'm a very good researcher and I will find whatever it is that I need. I will go ahead and find it. I will do the research on it. So I got really involved in real estate when I began to get mentored by him. And then once I started making him money, he began to vouch for me. And you already know, once you get someone that's credible, that's that's a that's a general in that's been around for a while and know a lot of people. And he started vouching on you. He started bragging on you. Then you get other millionaires, people that he's surrounded by that 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 get attracted to you. And um, and so that's how I got really, really heavily involved in real estate was by being mentored by my spiritual father. That's awesome. Yeah, having a mentor, I think, is definitely one of the most important things in our industry. And that's something that mm -hmm. I always recommend new real estate investors do is really find a mentor in your market or somewhere close by that, you know, you really relate mm -hmm. to and that can help you build your business and you know, kind Correct. of create that successful platform for you. Mm -hmm. uh, so I actually had a question from, you know, kind of the Detroit days. So I remember like 2010, 2011, I mean, Detroit, I'd look it up on Zillow and you can buy a property for like a thousand dollars, $2,000. I mean, it would have probably like 15 or 20 in back due taxes and <laughs> quite a bit of work that you had to do. But I remember I had a lot of clients at that time that were like, Hey, I want to buy in Detroit. Obviously there's no really no financing options when your price values are that low, but how, how has Detroit market been compared to the rest of the country right now? Dude, and I'll tell you, like, I built majority of my wealth through Detroit. I'm going to be real with you guys. Like I, like you said, $1,000 properties, we were getting for, it wasn't even heard of when I moved to Detroit from Texas. $1,000 was like, what? I thought it was a scam when the first, when I, when I seen the person list a property for a thousand bucks, I'm like, man, this is a scam. This can't be right. You know what I mean? But then after doing my due diligence, found out that, yo, this, this is actually the going price for these properties out here. You know that I literally, um, took a leap of faith on the first deal that I ever did. This was um, in 2016. I moved in Detroit in 2015, but I made my first real estate transaction deal uh, without no money. I didn't have a dime, like I didn't put nothing toward it. So this is how I structured the deal. There was a guy who posted a, uh, a property for sale on Craigslist. So what I did was I, um, I did my due diligence with the information that he provided me with online and also over the phone, I did my due diligence and everything he said on the phone, it actually checked out. Like, I, you know, when I went down to the uh, Wayne County Treasurer's office to actually look into the deed and everything and look to see the back taxes and things like that. So this you have a real estate investor that was actually wanted to get out at the time. He wanted to get out of Detroit and this guy had 12 properties. But I didn't know at the time, I didn't know it was 12 properties he wanted to get rid of. It was only it was uh, one that he had listed. So with this one that he had listed, I did my due diligence and I was like, look, send me the deed and I'll send you the money. You know what I mean? He's like, no, you send me the money 
and I seen the deed. I'm like, look, man, we got to build some type of trust here. So what I did was took a leap of faith and wired the thousand dollars to him that he wanted for the property. Keep in mind, though, I didn't have the thousand dollars at the time. I used someone else's thousand dollars. So he wanted a thousand. So what I did was I put it on back on Craigslist for ten thousand. So I had like a lot of people calling me, like twenty people who called me, and they was like, "Yo, uh, I'll give you seven thousand for it. I give you eight thousand for it." I was like, "No, I want ten. You know, so I had a lot of people, a lot of leads, a lot of leads. So with that lead, I had one bite that said, you know what? I give you 10 for it. It's a nice property. I give you 10,000. So I said, okay, if you want it, give me a thousand dollars as earnest money deposit. So he gave me a thousand dollars earnest money deposit. Guess what I did with that thousand dollars? Paid the down payment on it. I paid, no, I didn't pay the down payment. You bought I bought it. the you property bought it. with that money. You know what I'm saying? So once I bought the property, I did, I still took a risk because look, I didn't sure I wasn't sure if this guy was gonna send me that deed overnight like he said he was. So I was like, man, if this guy don't send me a thousand dollars, I'm gonna be out of there. Like, I mean, if he don't send me the deed, I mean, I'm gonna be out of there. You know what I mean? Owing this guy a thousand dollars. So the guy literally sent me the thousand dollars, man. I mean, I keep saying thousand, my bad. He sent me the deed overnight, and I was like, yo, this guy is, can be trusted. So once he sent me that deed, then I was able to, um, I was able to then get it recorded so it could be in my name and then do the transaction between me and the actual uh, buyer. So once I did that, um, um, I made $9,000 profit, guys. I made $9,000 profit. So from there, I said, hey, hey, Mr. Uh, you know, Mr. Forrest, you have any more properties? Said, yeah, I got 12 <laughs> more. I said, 12 more? That's what put me in the game. That's what really got me to be the rock star in this real estate because I, out of that 12 properties, I made over a hundred thousand dollars less than three months. Man, and that was all off. That was your first deal, huh? My first deal. So my first man. deal made me, man, I'm, I'm going to tell you, that was literally the, the, the start of my success is in 2016. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And once, I did that, once I did that, once I made that money, it was an itch for me to do another deal. It was itch for me to do another deal. So that's where, I, that's where I'm at. I always say one of my favorite things about real estate investors is uh, don't ever threaten them with showing them a way to make money because they'll, they'll figure it out and they'll figure out a way to repeat it over and over and over again. Yeah. Well, definitely. So, so that's Kerry, all I what, do. So, mm. Kerry, what, what's, been your, what's been your biggest challenges as a real estate investor? Man, you know, my biggest challenge was when um, I didn't have a team at the time. I was trying to do everything myself. I was trying to do the, the accounting myself. I was trying to do the, um, you know, the footwork myself. I was trying to do the the maintenance of cleaning that property up and to trying to rehab it with a few people I may hire it on the side to help me. Um, just my biggest challenge was me not really having a team. So once I develop a team, that's when I begin, that's when things begin to work smoothly for me. Things begin to work faster and I'm able to do more things than once, once I begin to get a team. So just that, that was my biggest challenge was literally getting my mind to not do everything myself. You know, I'm a driven person, so it's sometimes hard to shut my brain off and like and listen when someone's trying to tell me to do it the easy way. You know, so now that I learned to do it the easy way, now I tell my students that that takes my courses and that's in my group. I tell them, don't be a know-it-all, but be a learn-it-all, because when you know it all, you you block your mind from receiving certain things. But when you are a learn-it-all, you're able to just receive everything. And you you remain a student. So that's what it is. I, I, you have to you have to build a team. Your team is everything. Your team is your backbone. Your team will make you more money. 
need access to more capital for your real estate projects? You're in luck. Max is the leader and managing director of Optimus Capital, a national private money firm, which provides capital to real estate investors throughout the country. They offer some of the most competitive terms and rates in the industry. Currently, they fund single-family flips up to 90% of the purchase price and 100% of the rehab costs. They also fund new construction, rentals. It doesn't matter if you have one rental or an entire portfolio of 100 they get it done. They also fund multifamily, refinances of all types. Optimus Capital has closed hundreds of millions in loans for real estate investors throughout the country. Whether you're a seasoned, experienced investor or just getting started and haven't done a deal, Optimus Capital has got you covered. Head over to OptimusCapitalCorp.com now and fill out the quick form. The professional team at Optimus Capital is standing by ready to assist you now yeah absolutely so who would actually um that leads into my question is who's on your team like what are the main i guess uh positions that you consider are important for a real estate investor or wholesaler to establish as a solid team in order to succeed i'm glad you asked that so i have is is, is 10 team members you need as a real estate investor 10 so I may not have it in order, but I'm going to just start with this. You're going to need your uh, your realtor. A realtor is able to help you find like comps and things like that. Uh, you're also going to need you a, uh, not only a realtor, you're going to need you a title company, a title agent. A title agent is going to help you with a lot of different things like uh, pooling title, you know, title work. You need title work done. You'll need a real estate agent. I mean, uh, you'll need a real estate attorney, real estate attorney. Matter of fact, let me backtrack a little bit because the first one is very important as an agent, not only that the agent is going to look at comps for you, but the agent is going to be able to list things for you and the agent is going to be able to uh, sell things, uh, list things for you and also find you deals as, as well. All right. Now let's go to number three, the real estate attorney. Uh, number four, you're going to need you a runner, someone that you could duplicate. You got to duplicate yourself. When you duplicate yourself, then you don't have to be in the mix as much. You know, so you have to be able to train that person, take the time to train that person to become like you. So the runner. Uh, number five, uh, you're going to need a uh, appraiser, someone that can appraise your property. Because a lot of times it doesn't re- you may put a lot of money in a property and doesn't really require that. Give you an example. You may want to put a, a finished basement like in, in, in up north and Midwest. They have a lot of basements. Right. So you may. And I know this from experience because I did that where I was able to fix. I, I put a, a full furnace. I mean, I did everything. I put a bathroom downstairs in the basement, put rooms down there, and then it was still the other one sold just as the same price as the uh, the one that I put more money into. So I'm like, man, I didn't have to do that. So your appraiser is going to tell you what to actually, what it can appraise at and what you can actually do to it to put into it, the materials you need to put into it to get it appraised at that value. Um, and then you're going to need your uh, inspector. That's number six. Number six is your inspector. You need an inspector that that's going to be able to tell you everything that's wrong with that property before you even buy it. Before you even buy it, you want to make sure everything is on a this 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 Excel sheet from all the breakdown before you even buy this property. You want to know what you're getting into. Uh, number seven, you want to have a contractor. Your contractor is going to be able to give you a quote on the um, you know the rehab. Yeah, yeah, it's very very important to have a, a contractor because a contractor is going to be able to just tell you what it's going to cost. But let me tell you, my strategy in finding contractors is that you need three of them. 
The reason why you need three, because you want to compare them. You want to put the apples with the apples and the oranges with the oranges. You want to be able to have them have a bidding war. So this contractor said, he, let me tell you this, I ain't being racist with it, but I have my white brothers, I have my Hispanics, and I have my black guys, people my color, and I had them boys going to bidding war. My, my Hispanics, they're always the ones that always come and beat everybody and do it faster. I'm just telling you the real truth. And my, my, my people, my color and and my Caucasian friends, they will always be way up there in the prices. So I would then, what I would do then, I would use my Hispanic guys and be like, look, these guys said they'll do it for like 20,000. And um, you said you want to do it for 50, that's way out of my budget. You know, so I would do different things like that, right? So I'm just giving you uh, some key nuggets on how to negotiate when you're doing these rehabs. You want to get find three contractors. Don't have to be the same that I in my in my type of order, but just find three good contractors and you want to compare them and you want to have a bidding war with them because everybody want money, everybody want work. So that's how I did that. So where are we at? What number are we at? I think that was seven. That was seven. So we're at number eight. Uh, I, oh, you need an accountant. So number eight, you need an accountant. Your accountant is going to help you uh, keep track of all the expenses because uh, you want to know how much money you're putting into these properties, right? Nobody gets into a property blindsided with things, man. You, you know, you want to know what you're going to profit. And that way you can then keep good track records for tax purposes. And, and so you feel good about how much profit you made, you know, your, your true numbers. And I, in early my early stage of a uh, of investing, I made mistakes where I did not keep good track records. So I didn't know what I made profit-wise. And so it could have been breaking even, it could have been losing. I didn't know because I was so happy that I was buying properties for 1,000 and putting 20,000 in, but then selling it for 20,000. You don't make sense, right? <laughs> so uh, so I learned, I learned. Uh, so we had number nine. So man, I skipped through a lot of it. So number nine um, is probably gonna deal with maybe Title two company. more, man. Title company. Um, title company. Oh, I didn't about title company. Oh yeah, the title company is very important because, uh, like I said before, it'll help you pull title. You can close on a warranty deed and things like that. Because one, my early stage of investing, I made mistakes where I was buying properties on a quick claim deed, and on this quick claim deed, <laughs> they didn't really work. Quick claim deeds are not nothing. You guys may know this you know, dealing in real estate. You know, quick claim deeds are really nothing. You know, but a warranty deed is an owner's policy where if something pulls up on that title later on, then you're able to then, hey, got a insurance on it. The insurance with a title company will cover that, um, whether if you need a quiet title action done to that property or not. Uh, so number 10, man, what is number 10? Number 10, number 10, number 10. But you guys, you catch my drift though. You catch, you, you catch what I'm saying though. Like this is, this is what you need as a real estate investor. You need this on your team as a real estate investor. So your team, is your, really your team is your success at the end of the day. Yes. Yeah, most definitely. Beautiful. Most definitely. So, Kerry, how have your how have your real estate investment strategies changed over the years? How's it changed? Well, you know, I, I'm actually re, I'm re-strategizing. I liquidated majority of my portfolio. Uh, I still have uh, some multi-units in um, Detroit. I have a 42-unit that I'm getting ready to try to close on. And, and the reason why I'm, I'm pulling out of Detroit, not to say that it's a bad market to invest in, um, I really want to get into new development. Andrew came to me, by the way, shout out to my business partner, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Shanti. Um, he actually talked to me one day and he was like, man, you know, where things is going is like in, in Florida, properties are not lasting long on the market at all. Like as soon as you list something on the market, it's sold that quick. 
and uh, even in Georgia, even in Texas, the properties are getting sold that quick. You got people moving from California. You got people moving from New York. And they're literally, the prices here, they're looking at it like, what? It's cheap. So they're just, property's not lasting. So I, I really want to tap into the new development side because that's really where you're going to really have a guaranteed success and make more money once you get the, the, the property done in the right way, especially the, the, the type of uh, materials that we have and the, the program that we're going through, me and Andrew, it takes a fraction of time and fraction of cost. So we'll talk win. about that more on another. So win-win. <laughs> mm-hmm. Win-win. And then, Carrie, I know you're real big on the concept of teaching others and giving back. Uh, so a little bit of background. We didn't really get to in the beginning. So uh, Carrie's a mentor to real estate investors, and he's got a show on YouTube called Possessing the Land. And he's also a producer for the uh, the Impact Network, which I believe is the, the second largest Christian network uh, mm-hmm. in the U.S. He's also a youth minister and a father to five. So to say that Carrie's into a lot of things and a busy man is an understatement. So, Carrie, with, with that kind of regarding um, – what, what led you to come up with your show, Possessing the Land, and kind of uh, giving back to others along that? Uh, you know, when I when I came to Detroit, I realized that uh, a lot of people were, like, around a bunch of opportunities and were just sleeping on it. They were, like, they were just, they, they, they were sleeping on it. I'm talking about with so much opportunity around them that I want to spark the fire to to cause them to do the same thing. You know what I mean? One thing about me, I, I, I'm a, I'm a motivator. I like motivating people. I love seeing people succeed in things. It just makes me happy uh, to build successful stories with individuals. And um, so what led to possessing the land was that um, I wanted to document things that I was doing and encourage others. They can do it too. Just how I did it. You could do it too. And I'm literally giving them the, the knowledge of how to go about it. And, and believe it or not, I didn't even know all the details at the time. I didn't even know how to be an investor at the time. I was just going for it. I gained a little bit of knowledge about it a little bit, and I just went for it. And the, the hardest thing for some people is getting started. So I wanted to spark that in them to get started. And then you will learn You will learn as you go. And that's the one thing that I started doing was that I started learning as I was going. So I kind of made all of it come together where not only that I was learning, I was, I was recording what I was doing and it was actually helping others too. I literally, majority of my investors came from YouTube. Believe it or not, they would reach out to me like, yo, Carrie, because of this video, I made my first purchase. Uh, because of this video, I knew what not to do. You know, so that right there just, it it, it, it just brings joy to my heart to, to see that people literally are taking what I'm teaching them and, 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 um, and making it happen, taking action. Oh, no, that's good. And so what's uh, can you give us a little description about kind of your mentorship program and what that looks like, kind of what you offer? Just, yeah, definitely yeah. Curious so about that. literally, man, I'm going to be real, y'all. Like, and the reason why I'm doing this is because when I first wanted to get into real estate, I talked to a guy, right? This guy I knew very well. And I said, hey, man, can you, can you teach me what you do, how you make this money? And you know, I want to get some money with you. It was like, yo, Carrie, this, 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 the game is to be sold, not to be told. And I was like, what? What do you mean? It's, it's to be sold, not to be told. So what he was trying to say was like, I got to sell this information, knowledge that I want for you to, you know, if you want to know about it, you got to pay me pretty much. And I was like, man, I didn't like the way that I didn't like that approach because it was like, man, you know, you see me, I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to make it happen. Is it is. So I told myself in my mind, I said, I will never be like that individual. I'll never be like that because if you're passionate about something, which I am, I'm very passionate about helping people. The money is going to follow you. So if you're chasing money, 
then sometimes you miss out on opportunities when you're chasing money. But when you're chasing passion and things that you are, are, are born to be here on this earth to do, it's going to front to you, man. Things are going to happen. It's like it's biblical principle, but you, the more you give them, you know, you get, it's going to receive, you know what I mean? Like you reap what you sow. So I kind of seen it like that where I said, look, when I, when I, when I learned about this, I'm going to make sure that I'm not going to tra- uh, charge people, but I will literally, if they want to get more information later on, then it would be like a upsell in a way where they would have to get my book or something, or they would have to like take the seminar. But for the most part, my, my my classes right now are free. Um, right now, I do it every Wednesday. I do a Zoom call every Wednesday for an hour, and I talk about everything, wholesaling, real estate, to all the questions they may have, and we just talk it all out on my WhatsApp. I love it. Yeah, one of the really awesome things about you, Kerry, is you really put your heart on your sleeve. and. Mm-hmm. One of the things that it's kind of funny, we, we, we joke about it in the industry. One of the things that's not uncommon to see is when you do see these these education gurus, a lot of times we'll you'll have a conversation or do a deal with them and they don't have nearly the amount of properties or nearly the amount of the experience that you think they would have given their following mm-hmm. or given their sales pitch. You may find they've only done five deals, seven deals, 10 deals. Whereas you said, Kira, you you've done you know, well over a hundred, almost 200 plus deals in the, in the course of your, yeah. your career, you know, just a wholesaling rehabbing mm-hmm. properties, you're the real deal and you're giving it away for free, which is uh incredible, yeah. which is absolutely incredible. Man, man, man. I'll tell you, bro, like uh, how I got to that mark of selling over 200 properties, uh, like a hundred over 120 of them is like mines that I actually just bought and flipped or whatever. And a lot of them is deal with my pastor's properties like that. I actually helped out with where I literally found the buyer uh, went through every step that I told you about the, the the research of the title and stuff like that. So I actually was a part of that transaction. So I count that in my uh, my deals, you know, because if it wasn't for me to make that deal happen, then the deal wouldn't happen. So I use my strategy and I use my uh, connections to close out on these deals. And I'm gonna be real with you. This is why a lot of the millionaires. Uh, by the way, I'm a millionaire myself, but a lot of the millionaires that were um, they saw my um, strategy. They all wanted to know, like, man, what are you, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> I want to make some money too. How can I do it? You know, and then I would tell them my strategy, my wealth strategy. And one thing about this business is that relationship is so, so, so important more than money. Relationship will get you indoors. Relationship will give you, uh, put you in the best position having that relationship. So whenever I would take my approach with these, these investors, I wouldn't look at pay me, pay me. I would look at relationship. What can I do to help you? What can I do to serve? So, so for those that are listening right now, you want to be able to give a hand up, not a hand out, because that's going to drive investors away from you when you have a hand out. Give me, give me, give me. But when you have a hand up, what can I do to help serve? Opportunities open up for you. Then they see your, they see your heart, and then you're able to be around that. You'll be able to be around that because who you are around is who you're likely to become. My, my my spiritual father, he was a, not only a, in the pastoral lane, but he was also a very successful businessman. You can look him up. Uh, Wayne T. Jackson. He actually did the inauguration for Donald Trump when he came in office. You know what I mean? And and uh, he has a long story of his, very his, historic. I'm talking about he's making history of things he was doing. And I'm literally right under his wing learning things from him. But it all That's started a good person to be learning from. 
Oh man, yes. Great person for sure. Oh yeah. So, you know, I've, we've kind of seen a lot of different strategies. I mean, I've worked with a lot of wholesalers in the past, a lot of real estate investors. What would you say has really been the best strategy in your career for finding like the best deals that you found kind of off market deals? Off market deals is uh, I tell my students this. I say, look, develop an eye, develop an eye. What I mean by develop an eye, you develop an eye to look for certain things when you're driving, like um, looking for the gutters that's hanging down when you're in that community driving. You look for overgrowth grass. Uh, a lot of debris. You know, okay, maybe this is a distressed seller. Maybe this seller, maybe this person that owns this property doesn't want to deal with this property. So you then, so finding off-market properties became a lot easier for me when I started developing the eye for you know vacant properties and in good areas, like vacant properties in good areas that you've seen that it hasn't had much attention to. So um, um, I became an expert at finding these properties because I developed that eye. When I see overgrowth grass, when I see gutters hanging, when I see a roof job, I see broken windows, when I see properties boarded up, oh, that that probably got potential. When I see vines and stuff growing on the building, I literally had one property that had a bunch of grass and vines growing on it, right? I bought this property for 2000. It was a two family flat. I sold this property for $15,000. What all I had to do to it was take the grass off, cut the grass, trim the trees, and put it back on the market off market wise and sold it easy just easy for, just for cutting the grass just for cutting the grass because like one thing about some people don't have vision that's one of the key things is that when you're when you're in this business you got to have vision because that vision that you have you could just share it with that other investor to like oh i can see that yeah yeah i can see that being a multi-unit yeah, I can see us opening up the, the walls to make it a bigger, a bigger floor plan. So vision is everything in real estate because it'll help with your with your pitch whenever you're trying to pitch it for sale. Love it. Well, hey, Kerry, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Wanted to uh, real right. quick. So what, what's the best way for someone to follow you and what you're doing right now? Uh, you can follow me on um, all my all my social media is Kerry Lampkin. So you can go uh, at Carrie Lampkin, K-E-R-Y-L-A-M-P-K-I-N. Also, if you want to just go straight to my website, that's CarrieLampkin.com. That's K-E-R-R-Y-L-A-M-P-K-I-N. And I would highly recommend those that are newbies, those that want to learn about real estate to, to join my group. I have a private group on, on WhatsApp, and I teach it every Wednesday. I get on a Zoom call every Wednesday at at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we talk about everything concerning real estate, any question you may have, and I will guide you every step of the way. Uh, so right now would be a perfect time to get in because not only that I I, uh, I teach it, I share my resources. I share the connections that I have. So deals that they bring to the table, guess what? I'm bringing it to my investors. You know, um, so if you want to win, come over here to this... <laughs> Come over to my side. No, I'm messing with you now. But um, I'm all about building people, building communities, um, reach one, teach one. And I don't want to be the only one winning. I want others to win, too. Because, uh, you know, even my the people that work for me, I kid you not, the people that work for me, I build them up to become bosses. Like I don't want them to be working for me. I want them to be a boss. You know what I mean? Um, so everyone that I teach, I'm always looking to elevate and this is what I, I believe. That's my calling. That's my purpose. And and I'm, I'm fulfilling my purpose. Hey, purpose is everything. It sounds like you have a servant's heart and definitely appreciate having you on the show. It's been uh, some great insight and information. 
about the various aspects of real estate and got to learn a little bit about Detroit. So thank you oh, so much. Man. And we'll, we'll stay in touch. We'll follow you. You follow us. And yeah, I'm going to follow you guys. For all our listeners, thank you all for joining and look forward to seeing you on the next show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to Grow Your Wealth Podcast, brought to you by Optimus Capital. If you liked this episode, be sure and follow and subscribe. You can listen to every episode on all major platforms. Have an interest in being on the show? Reach out to OptimusCapitalCorp.com slash show to access the resources mentioned in each episode. Until next time, remember to use real estate to build generational wealth.